Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Good morning, Big Show listeners. This is the Honorable Mayor Merwin Q. Fiddleswap. Oh, I'm missing an O. Fiddle swoop. It's a beautiful day in dismal seepage, South Carolina, and it's even better when we're listening to the John Boy and Billy Big Sow. Oh, I missed an H. Big show. But that reminds me, come on down for the 42nd annual dismal seepage Big Sow Festival. Yeah, that, that, that one's spelled correctly. June the 20th. All right, it is the big show. Girls outside the studio, just the guys in here. John Boy, Billy, and Randy. Andy's in the booth. (laughs) (laughs) Way to bond with the guys there. (laughs) Who was that, Little Richard? Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Hit it again, Little Richard. Help him. Somebody help him. He was walking through the lobby in Atlanta for the Olympics. Uh, that's right. Was, uh, what was it he said after he, when we hollered at him? Little Richard. Hey, Richard. He turned and said, hey. Hi. <laughs> <Yeah>. And then. <laughs> right, right, right. It was like All a weird right. Geico commercial, but it was live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dear. Well, we are all here. I hope everybody had a great Father's Day since we was off of June the 18th. Uh, boy, yesterday. Oh, if you turn dear. the music up a little bit more, I won't be able to hear like you at this. all. I like this bumper music. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll give that a shot. Huh? All right. Today's top story. Oh, hang on here. Uh, it's national. <laughs> I ain't up to it. Hike with a geek day. Uh, what? 
National Coogan Amon Day. Who's he? I don't know. It's a cake. Oh. National American Eagle Day. All right, we got that. National Ice Cream Soda Day. And National Vanilla Milkshake Day. There's your days. <laughs> now leave him alone. <laughs> and we got three dates in history saved up. We'll get our first prize back out. Let's give. That always helps, first thing. Big Show's on the radio. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack today, a custom LS Tractor Big Frig Cooler. If you go to lstractorusa.com, you can find your local dealer. Learn why customers decide to start blue and stay blue. Look at our three dates in history. It's where we'll get our categories to play out, Burst. On this date, June 20th, 1971, the first Starbucks coffee house opened in Seattle's Pike Place Market. Mm-hmm. 1971. Did they open just like a few more in Seattle before they oh, started? They opened a lot in yeah, Seattle. Yeah. I was in Seattle. <laughs> we went for a convention one time. I was standing in line at a, a Starbucks, mm. and a guy tapped me on the shoulder and he said, you know, there's line shorter over there. And I turned thinking, I'm, oh, it's a different coffee shop. It was another Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on the other <laughs> corner. I'm waiting for, for him to accidentally open a Starbucks inside a Starbucks. Right. <laughs> you know, I can honestly say, I've never been to a Starbucks, except it was one at a grocery store I was at mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had any from the, the grocery right. store version. but right. Let's move up to 1975. The blockbuster movie Jaws was released in U.S. theaters. So the film was never expected to be the mega hit it was. And they say it's riddled with flubs and inconsistencies. And he got a lot of heat from the studio while he was making it because they didn't think it was going to make any money anyway. Who knew it was going to be one of the biggest blockbusters yep. of all time? The original summer blockbuster movie. Yep. It's and some kind of documentary you can watch yep. on that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yep. Is it the, the the shark is broken again or something like something that? Something like it? that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the shark was breaking all the time, mm-hmm. right? So right, they, yeah. Had to shoot around not showing it, and that made it right. More that made the shark more mysterious, yeah. And yeah. the barrels, the way they would right, take those, right. man, that was so cool. All right. Well, let's move up to the state in 1996, where police seized 10,000 ice cream bars and padlocked a factory at Zuhu, China. After children reported the sticks in their ice cream bars turned out to be plastic models of naked women. Nice. Nice going, big mouths. <laughs> The other kids were pretty upset about it. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. There's the categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. You told Freeline Across America. We play Outburst next. It's a big show on the radio for your Tuesday. Yeah, brand new video of the day. Pizza delivery champion. Check this dude out. He's on like one of them one-wheel deals. Yeah, which is a feat in itself. But but then he builds this thing that he straps on his back. He's carrying 30 pizzas (laughs) at one time. Check it out, man. See this dude like that. It's right there at thebigshow.com. And right here. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy 
Give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Josh from Cedar Bluff, Alabama. We'll have a big show time. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Welcome. All right, man. Let's get the winning beginning. Josh, you ready to get through these three categories? All right. Let's do it. Well, let's do it then in five seconds. Give us three places you see a Starbucks. <laughs> ready, go. Uh, college campus, in a Target, and in a mall. Bam. Now give us three movies about animals. Ready, go. Uh, Lion King, Jungle Book, and Madagascar. Uh, there you are. For the win, three ice cream treats. Ready to go. An ice cream sandwich, a banana split, and a sundae. And there you are, John. Getting right through, and now you have got you a $120 prize pack of bull snot cleaning products made in the USA. Get out there and clean some stuff there, Josh. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hang on. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. All right. Got a treat. Big show, morning mini movie, Morons of the Mid-Atlantic. Celebrate the beginning of summer. It's the day. Big show on the radio, yeah. We got this going, yeah, a little over 30 minutes. First episode of Morons of the Mid Atlantic, coming at the beginning of summer. Uh, and yeah, the first day of summer is tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, and I bought you the special glasses. You know, it, it comes in at 10 58 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. So I bought you the special glasses. Don't worry, I expensed them, they were $300. Wow, so, so right out of petty cash. I mean, I don't. I, what I, are the I glasses think, for? Uh, $300. Uh, I mean, I mean, for summer to what, yeah, oh yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Oh, what no, it's it's really uh, it's something people have uh, you know probably not worn them um, much, but this is a good opportunity for you to have them. So I'll I'll hand them to you when we go out. Some <laughs> all right, okay, yeah. Well, you make sure you explain what the heck you're talking about to me. You're going to go for that story the way he <laughs> told it. <laughs> no, all right, I'm, I'm I'm just trying to get off Spanky's ad talk. I was right low on cash. I took it out of petty cash. I'll pay it back. You have now, me? Okay. There you all go. right, you got it, buddy. Okay. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, back to yes, yes. We kicking <laughs> things off with Spanky's ad talk. We had him on our Saturday show talking about Dale's Den from Valley, Alabama, and how Spanky took that idea for his spot. All right, roll that. This is Coaches in Yellow Rose Ad Talk. Spanky here. Well, the big Super Bowl weekend is coming up fast. Uh, That's good news and bad news. The good news is 
I'm really going to rake it in, baby. <laughs> hoo, hoo, hoo. This is my big day to really stick it to you damn football fans. I look at it like this. If their team whips the dog out of those other poor saps, they buy drinks for the house, spending their paychecks like they just got a tax refund. If their team loses, they'll drown their damn sorrows in hundreds of dollars of my famous overpriced underpoured cocktails. Frankly, I don't give a damn who wins or loses. Nothing personal, just business. That's what it's all about, baby. The money. Jack, the bread, the Gitas, the Moolah, the Benjamins, the Long Green. And no, John Boy, that's not the guy that played Pa on Bonanza. Dumbass. And while we're talking about dumbasses and money, let's get to the bad news. No more football pools or shady side bets, legal or otherwise. And before you throw in your two cents worth, allow me to say, shut the hell up. For the last couple of years, every wheeler dealer, country club hustler, half-pint Piedmont player, and farm boy phony Tony Soprano has come rolling in here with their can't-miss playoff pools and guaranteed big payoff odds. And for the last couple of years, I've detected a few shenanigans <laughs> that have resulted in some of my customers getting taken to the cleaners. And when those morons get fleeced and don't have the dough to spend at my joint, my bottom line starts to sag like Rosie O'Donnell's backside. And that's where it starts to affect me. See, when my customers are broke, they don't stay home like they should. They come in here sucking around for a free drink and a couple of wings trying to take advantage of my generous nature. And I have to tell you, it almost breaks my heart giving these deadbeats the door. Almost. <laughs> hey, if you dopes want a handout, why don't you go downtown and ask that damn liberal city council you reelected to buy you around? Oh, how do you like them now? Hey, if you jackasses are dumb enough to bet with these tin horn chislers, you deserve what you get. Just don't look here for any sympathy. Well, I know the barkeep is supposed to be the shoulder to cry on, but you roll in here talking about how you lost the mortgage and the old lady is leaving you, and I'm going to laugh and laugh. <laughs> Call Dr. Phil, damn it. <laughs> Try to run a business. You want to gamble? How about a little game of pick a number between one and get the hell out of my place? How about how many fingers am I holding up other than the one I'm flipping you off with? <laughs> Speaking of business, we got some great halftime antics planned. We got busted last year for that big midget tossing deal, but I figured a way around it. I'm going to let Coach Cobb work off his dinner tab and dress up in this football costume I got, and we're going to play Punt the Punk. <laughs> Can't wait to tell him about it. <laughs> Super damn bowl fever. It's a big show on the radio for your Tuesday, June 20th. One day away from summer where apparently you need some expensive glasses. Well, you do. More on that later. Hey, hey, I know. Hey. Right now, action. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. 
Today's episode, Ricky B's Birthday Surprise. As our story opens, Ricky B. Sharp is grabbing a quick bite in the food court of Wiregrass Commons Mall in Dothan, Alabama. Daddy, Daddy, is that you? Well, well, if it ain't Ricky E. Sharp, third in line of succession in the Pizza Run Empire. What brings you to the mall in the middle of the day? I'm doing some shopping, you know. It's Bob's birthday next week. <laughs> what? You got a cold or something? Don't breathe on my food. Why do you think I'm here? Your mama's about to hit the big 6-0, so I'm fixing to knock her off her feet with a gift card from Rack Room Shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, here's what I got her. You know how Baba loves fancy jewelry? What <laughs> a money, a pearl necklace. Yeah. Are them suckers real? Yeah. <laughs> Genuine cultured pearls direct from the Philippines. Well, what'd you pay for that? $250. I might need to go back to Rack Room Shoes and get a bigger gift card. Speaking of jewelry, what in the world is that hanging around your neck? Oh, bought a little something for myself, too. It's a string of shark teeth. I look good with my Hawaiian shirt at the luau party next week at the apartment complex. Oh, now, what did that little number set you back? 500 bucks. 500? <laughs> Jerry Picker. Boy, what is the matter with you? Well, uh, the guy at the jewelry hut says they're the finest in the world. But you only paid 250 for your mama's pearls. How come the shark teeth cost twice as much? Well, the guy jewelry hut says any idiot can stick his hand in an oyster. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Come on, boy, we'll go back to Rack Room Shoes. If you act like you buy something, the girl at Rack Room does those those top two buttons. (laughs) Tune in again next time when we hear the crusty old homeless guy outside Hot Topics, eh? Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. You know what I need? A hype man. (laughs) I'm going to go back in that juice shop, tell Bobble Donkey's three front teeth out. I'm going to put a gold one right there in the middle, leave space on both sides. That way it'll sound out that apartment luau, especially when I'm dancing. How'd that? <laughs> I didn't know I was that old. I had my own apartment. Uh, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt y'all, but there's no way he came out of your loin. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, Daddy. And then he edged up. It's like three characters. Yeah. What is that? We already have one of those. <laughs> Ricky B. has triplets. Don't take my shtick. I stand on a hill, but not for a thrill, but for the breath of a fresh kill. And never mind the man who contemplates doing away with license plates. He stands alone, anyhow, baking the cookies of discontent from the heat of the laundromat vent. Leaving his soul. And then, like in poetry, I go dot, 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 you know, kind of off-center. Then I drop down and then I go. Leaving his soul. Parting the waters of the medulla of Longata of... Mankind. You like that job, boy? Yeah!
morning. It's a big show on the radio for you Tuesday, June the 20th. One day away from summer. (laughs) Morons of the Mid-Atlantic. Four episodes all this morning as we celebrate summer. Randy looked it up at 10.58 a.m. tomorrow morning. Eastern. Eastern time. Okay, so we'll be here tomorrow to remind you before we go outside. Let's see. What the hell ah, my wonderful thing. Giveaway this week. Giveaway number 71. The old Hollywood Squares. You wrote it You wrote it up, didn't you? And the parody of the Hollywood Squares set featuring the Big Show staff circa 1995. Mm-hmm. This features very young Barry, Rayford, Jackie, Randy, Billy, Johnny, Pillars, Marty and Jay, Cookie and Barbara, Marcy, and Jim Zoki. Mm-hmm. Jim Zoki and Steve, the former idiot intern. We were just talking about him last week. Their pictures are on there. Mm-hmm. Zoki yeah. works for the Carolina Panthers. He was our sports guy for a while, man. Well, great guy. Hey, so just check how much would Jim pay for it? I mean, if he would like. You mean to keep sake. it uh, out of the for public's hands? Like that, you know, because he did erase that from his resume, I think. <laughs> 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 well, quick, y'all uh, register for it and we'll give it away. It's right there at thebigshow.com. Good morning. Big Show's on the radio coming up. We play John Boy Jeopardy. We go to we get a winner. That means somebody will take home a custom LS tractor big frig cooler. Well, better than that, we'll send it to your home. Right. So you go to lstractorusa.com to find your local dealer. Learn why customers decide to start blue and stay blue. Hang on, play for it in minutes. But first, let's kick off our Big Show Morning Mini Movie. Good morning, hijinks junkies. It's time for the Big Show Morning Movie Special Miniseries event. And now, join Captain John Boy and First Mate Spanky as they climb aboard the good ship, duh, for a thrilling all-new adventure on the high seas. It's time for part one of... Morons of the Mid-Atlantic. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. How can any one man be so stupid? I manage. I knew we shouldn't have come out here without Captain Kit. For your information, I'm just as smart as Captain Kit. Then why did you bring us all the way out in the middle of the ocean without the one thing we need? I brought the pickled pig's lips. Brought them. You're talking through them. I'm talking about a compass, you moron. I brought a compass? It's right there on the refrigerator. On a magnet. So no matter how the boat rocks, the magnet stays put. Who ain't a thinker? Do you know what magnets do to a compass? Keep it stuck to the fridge? No, you bird brain. It makes the compass go all cattywampus. It's worthless now. And we're out in the middle of the ocean, and we don't know which way is home. Is that what you're so upset about? Oh, brother. Spanky, let me teach you an old sailor's trick. You're not going to start crying again, are you? Very funny. You don't need a compass. Your map is right over your head. You steer by the stars. At 11 in the morning? You're not very patient, are you? Any more bright ideas? We could go that way. That way? That's all you got is to point to the back of the boat and say that way? Well, I figure since the boat is pointed this way and no one has touched the wheel, then home must be that way. Say, uh, have you seen that fish bat that was laying around here? Uh, this one? Yeah, that's the one. What are you going to do with that? Give you some stars to steer by. 
I can't see the stars. The birds keep getting in the way. Well, maybe another crack on the skull will scare them off. Ow! Come back here, you seafaring simpleton. No, 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 Look at it this way. If I kill you, you won't starve to death. Thank you. Wait a second, wait a second. Make it snappy. I'm trying to cave your skull in. Is that what you worried about? Starving? Among other things. Well, if it comes down to it, and all is lost, I want you to eat me. <laughs> wow, John Boy, that's a pretty big sacrifice. Do you mean it? Of course, you're my friend. I'd do anything for you. Well, then hold still and let me kill you so I can make a sandwich. Ow! He's smashing my skull! You know, this is kind of fun. All right, all right, stop it, stop it. That's enough. You're hitting me so hard, I'm starting to hallucinate. Let me know if you start seeing a compass. Wait, remember that movie where the big wave tips a boat over and Gene Hackman has to save everybody? The Poseidon Adventure? What's your point? My hallucination looks just like that big wave. You jackass, that's no hallucination. It's a rogue wave. Holy crap, what do we do? I can only think of one thing. What's that? Ow! Surf's up. Will our heroes survive the barreling barbaric barrier of briny blue bearing down on them? What to do, what to do? To find out, tune in next time for part two of the Big Show Morning Movie, starring John Boy as John Boy, Spanky as Spanky, and a special appearance by Jack Elam Jr. as Wally the Wall-Eyed Wall of Water in... Morons of the Mid-Atlantic! This hallucination feels so All right, it's a summertime must. Three more episodes coming. Oh, we're going to play them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's play John Boy Jeopardy. All right, until the late 1960s, Mm. men with this physical characteristic were not allowed in Disneyland. Oh, what are giant round ears and a tail? <laughs> it was too confusing for the guests. <laughs> what, what y'all got? Late six. This is weird, man. One eight hundred Big Show. You toll free line across America. We play next. Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. All right, another week short and work. Like it. <laughs> Check out our video of the day, the pizza delivery champion. You will see why when you go to thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's and now a man who has several physical characteristics not allowed at Disneyland, but perfectly okay at Dollywood, he's John Moore. And thank you. Let's say hey to Scott at a long South Carolina. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, John Boy. Hello, buddy. All right, Scott, you first up. Let's see what you got until the late 1960s. Men with this physical characteristic were not allowed in Disneyland. What'd you uh, th- 
Can I go with a mustache? Well, let's see. Is it a mustache? Southern Oh, Partially. He's partially got it. At one time. Because male employees weren't allowed to have facial hair. That's right. That's the male employees on that. Even though Walt Disney had a mustache. Uh, That's right. All right. Well, it was very... It wasn't very appealing on the female staff either. <laughs> no, I wouldn't right. think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Scott, appreciate you playing, buddy. You have a great day. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Let's go to Jerry. He's down in Cross, South Carolina. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, fellas. Hey. Good morning. Hey, hey, buddy. All right, well, we found out it's not a mustache. Physical characteristic were not allowed in Disneyland. Well, the men, what did they have? Um... I'm going to take a stab at the dark. I'm going to go long hair. So you're saying long hair, like Reverend Billy Ray, yeah. long hippie like hair? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, let's like, see. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it, man. That's it. Kid, man. Long hair. Now, Disneyland's one in California. World right. is in right. Florida. So. Right, correct. Okay, so Disneyland was- came first. Yes. California, so long hair. Okay, uh... Around the same time, it did say women wearing halter tops were also banned. Yep. No long hair on the men, no halter tops on the women. And they got a bunch of letters saying, well, how's it going to be the happiest place in the world <laughs> with no halter tops? <laughs> Talk about from 55 until 2,000 male employees weren't allowed to have facial hair. So wow. that was, That's a long you know, time. To, to 2000. And female employees were not allowed to have facial hair until I think like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with his old woke thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, say, Jerry, good work, buddy. You got that big frig cooler for your summertime fun from... Hi, Bud's an LS tractor. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, guys. Hi, right, Bud. See you every day. Thank you, my mole. Hang on. All right, we got your news right now on the other side. Our time capsule for this June 20th. Rabbi, been to the movies. Got a review coming up. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Thank you, John Boy. You're welcome. Good morning, everybody. It's Mr. Rhubarb. Here for some heme. Good good morning, Mr. Rhubarb. Good morning, Randy. Stand by for Hume. Does your wife know you're wearing her shoes? Actually, yes. (laughs) What about the blouse? Yeah, I I laid it out last night. This is something my mother told me to try with you. He's doing the 180 on you. Yeah, my mother says, you know, just act like you like it and he'll quit. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Now I'll make you laugh. Why do termites? I'll take that bet. I mean, what do termites? <laughs> what? See, it worked. <laughs> okay. What do they have for breakfast? Oh, what? No. Oakmeal. <laughs> Get <it>. Oakmeal. <laughs> ah, what kind of school does a carpenter go to? What? Oh, Boarding no. school. 
<laughs> Morning's go. <laughs> what are you yeah. buying, bazooka bubble gum or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know that bazooka Joe's turtleneck that goes up over his nose? Yeah. That might be a good look for you. Okay. I'll try that. A man came around in hospital after a serious accident. He shouted, Doctor, doctor, I can't feel my legs. Uh, the doctor sighed, I know. I've cut your arms off. <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, what do you call a cow that lives in an igloo? What? An Eskimo. <laughs> Police arrested two kids yesterday. One was drinking battery acid. The other was eating fireworks. Mm. Uh-huh. They charged one and let the other one off. <laughs> Get it? Yes. Yeah. After the flash on his camera malfunction, what did Satan get back from the drugstore? What? Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Why didn't the squirrel cross the telephone wire? Why? Because the line was busy. <laughs> get it? <laughs> Are there blood banks in England? Uh, I don't get that Answer one me! <laughs> You don't know, do you? I don't we know. don't know. I don't either. But there's a Liverpool. <laughs> and what was on the license plate of the pickup truck of the sheep farmer? What? You haul. Get it? You. That's a baby sheep. Sure You've been buying Jägermeister again, haven't you? No, but that's not a bad idea. Now, this is the story of Zebediah. A farmer who was in the fertilized egg business. He had several hundred young laying hens called pullets and eight or ten roosters. What are they called? Pullets. Pullets. Kind of funny. Thank you. Roosters sounded kind of weird, too. Yeah, the roosters. (laughs) Now you got me concentrating. Good. It was their job to fertilize the eggs. Right. See, when a rooster likes a hen very, very much. Yeah, I think we kind of got Well, Zeb kept careful records, and any rooster that didn't perform came out of the starting lineup Mm. and went right into the soup pot. Uh Oh, okay. All this record keeping took an awful lot of Zeb's time, Uh so Zeb got a set of tiny bells and attached them to his roosters. Uh Now, each bell had a different tone so that Zeb could tell from a distance which rooster was performing. Uh-huh. Hit set on the porch and fill out efficiency reports simply by listening to the bells. Now, where were they working? In the hotel lobby? <laughs> you try to find a bell at 6 o'clock well, in the morning. Okay, I guess so. Anyway, Zeb's favorite rooster was old Brewster, and a fine one he was, too. Brewster the Rooster. Brewster the Rooster. But on this particular morning, Zeb noticed that Brewster's bell had not rung at all, so he went to investigate. Well, the other roosters were chasing pullets. Bells are ringing. But the pullets would hear the roosters coming and would run for cover. And who can blame them? But to Zeb's amazement, Brewster had his bell in his beak, so it couldn't ring. In his what? Beak. Oh, okay. Ah. His little rooster lips. Mm. How does he go bark bark if his mouth is full? Shut up, Randy. Okay. (laughs) He'd sneak up on a pullet, get busy, and Mm. walk on to the next one. Zeb was so proud of Brewster the rooster that he entered him in the county fair, and Brewster was an overnight sensation. All right. The judges awarded him the Nobel Peace Prize and the Pullet Surprise. <laughs> Pullet Surprise. Get it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Get out. 
I'm getting it. Okay. I'm Mr. Rhubarb saying I'm Mr. Rhubarb. Hey, you want to borrow my blouse? Fuck you. Hey. John Boy and Billy. <laughs> Morning radio done right. The big show on the radio, headed towards summertime. And there's always one big movie that kicks off the summer season. Unless I miss my guess, I think our man in the aisle seat went to see it. Let's find out if we are right. Kaz, welcome back. Rabbi Myron Bergstein. Shalomi, homies. What's happening, John Boyan and Billy Goyam? Wow, look at you. You look great, man. Have you lost weight? Ah, you got a good eye, Clem Cadiddle Whistle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not lost weight. I got a new bakishi. What? What is a bakishi? It's that long black wool coat that I wore. See, the Jews are very traditional people. They like to see their rabbi wearing that long black coat and hat. But in the summer, bah, I sweat like... Nick Sicey waiting for the reviews to come out. <laughs> I go broke getting it dry clean. So I found a loophole. I had a friend make me a new outfit out of this uh, uh, breathable, moisture-wicking fabric. Mm. Feel that. Mm. No, not that, the coat, you weirdo. <laughs> oh, wow. That is nice. And check this out. Extra deep pockets. Perfect for snuggling snacks into the flicks. <laughs> Last Friday, I got three brisket sandwiches, an Arizona iced tea, and two boxes of Junior Mints. I like those. They're very refreshing. You ate all that during the movie? No. For the first time in a long time, I was mesmerized by the picture. I saw the latest Hollywood superhero flick, The Flasher. I knew it. Boy, I know you don't get out to the movies much because you're so busy. <laughs> but you gotta go see this on the big screen. Wow! Wowie, wow, wow! <laughs> the Flasher, he decides to go back in time to save his mom's life and keep his dad from going to prison for murder. Bad guy tries to warn him that there would be consequences, and boy, was he right! He winds up in another version of the universe with no super guy, no wonder girl, no fish boy or robot man, none of them. Except there is a bad guy. This bad guy was the bad guy from like 40 years ago. And super guy has got a cousin who's a girl. And just in time, General Soul comes to town. And it's all hands on deck, baby. Whoo! <laughs> I'm exhausted just talking about it. So you liked it? Yeah. You guessed. <laughs> no, I loved it. It was fun. It was exciting. And it even tugged on your heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I have to ask, how was the cast? Oh, everybody was top notch. But the guy everyone came to see, no offense to the flasher, was the old-timey bad guy. Played uh, the perfection by the great Michael Bublé. Michael Keaton. What you talk about, John Boy? <laughs> the, the actor who played Batman was Michael Keaton. 
I thought that was that fatso in a bowl cap who makes movies no one cares about. That's Michael Moore. I thought that was the crazy head guy from the Steinfeld show who turned into a racist. That's Michael Richards. I thought that was the guy who dated that girl who boiled his kid's rabbit. That's Michael Douglas. <laughs> I thought that was the singer who liked kids and monkeys a bit too much. That's Michael Jackson. Yeah. I thought that was that, that pothead swimmer. That's Michael Phelps. <laughs> I thought that was the, the guy who painted the church ceiling laying on his back. That was Michelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> so who the hell am I thinking? Michael Keaton. That big walrus in the windbreaker? <laughs> Would it kill him to eat a salad, that fat bastard? <laughs> what do you think? I think he'd be more successful if he made movies people care about. I watched Bowling for Columbine. No bowling, you idiot. <laughs> oh, this movie. Oh, I give The Flasher five out of five yarmulkes. Great popcorn movie. It's funny. It's touching. Exciting. The whole schmageggy. It might be too much for really young kids, but... Find a sitter. Spend a few bucks, you deadbeat. Teenagers doing the work, too. But maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe this isn't your cup of manners, Shevitz. Maybe you got to hear people swear to have a good time at the movies. You got to gawk at some boobies. Or maybe seeing a park ranger get his guts torn out by a doped-up bear. If that's you, you're trash. Who needs you? Why don't you move to Epstein's Island and start a cult, you miserable vermin? Or maybe that's just... Just your thing. No offense. God bless. And remember, see a manatee. It's cheaper. <laughs> Greetings, all. This is Big Show Legal Counsel Aloysius P. Beaglehole of the Buford Beagleholes. Some other shows have accused John Boy and Billy of creating a, a morning radio monopoly that it's profoundly illegal. Oh, that's hogwash. It's all perfectly legal. <laughs> Just like the big show with John Boy and Billy. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. It's about one of the all-time greats. I'll put a spanky today. Episode two, morons of the Mid-Atlantic in minutes. Right now, no spanky ad talk. This is the Yellow Rose and Coaches ad talk. Spanky here. And I'm anxious to talk about one of my favorite topics, my generosity. (laughs) I believe the measure of a man is not what he has, but what he gives. And never let it be said that I have ever let a friend in need go unaided. I'm proud that I'm always the first one to offer assistance. And it's probably for that very reason I'm always the first one to take it square in the shorts. (laughs) And if you want an excellent example of exactly what I'm talking about, you need look no farther than my recent trip to the Grove Park Inn and the so-called comedy festival. The only damn thing funny about that weekend was who got the red carpet treatment and who got treated like Astro Nerd. Let me put on my propeller hat and I'll tell you all about it. Well, well, well. Imagine. 
imagine my surprise when I got my invitation to the big shindig at the prestigious Grove Park Inn tucked neatly inside a bill for the entire weekend. Son of a... Come to find out that Mr. Big Shot John Boy got about halfway through a fifth of loudmouth soup one weekend and invited all those briny, beach-dwelling boneheads up to the mountains for a free ride. And guess what I got? I got to cater the damn bus ride up the hill. Big freaking deal. At least I guess I know where I stand now. And since running a tab for the big spender apparently don't mean jack diddly squat, then I guess I won't have to do it anymore. Let Uncle Willie or Trippanese or Captain Kitty Cat reach for their bankroll when Senior Knucklehead accidentally forgets his wallet. And I almost forgot Officer Thigpen, or Beach Barney as I call him. He's that nitwit coastal cop that Johnny insisted was there for his protection. <laughs> Some protection. He was nowhere to be seen because he was afraid of them damn mechanical clowns they had all over the place. And what the hell was that high-rolling hometown midget coach cop doing there? Was he your good luck leprechaun? He looked more like the Husky Boys catalog model for spring 2007. Tell him G.I. Joe wants his turtleneck back. In short, no pun intended, my good nature is abused by my, quote, best friends, unquote. Well, I got my payback. Oh, hoo, hoo. I just happened to find your room number, and let's just say I got my pound of flesh. You bought the entire hotel around, or three. Picked me up some nice golf shirts at the gift shop, about 30 of them. And as a topper, I arranged pillars to get a deluxe body wrap at the spa and told them two coats. That ought to break the bank. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How do you like me now? John damn boy. <laughs> Ronnie, give me a copy of my bill. <laughs> Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wildcard on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win. That's the current events quiz. Take C. Get a case of peanut patch boiled peanuts and a peanut patch cap. Get boiling with peanut patch boiled peanuts, the South's favorite snack. Go to BigShow.com, click on that peanut patch banner, get your more info. Hang on, we'll play for it in minutes. But first, continue our Big Show morning mini-movie. Good morning, drama lovers, and welcome to the Big Show morning movie mini-series special. When we last left our heroes, they were miles from dry land, lost at sea, and being swept away by an enormous rogue wave. How will they ever survive? Join us now as we learn the fate of Captain John Boy and First Mate Spanky in part two of... Morons of the Mid-Atlantic! Lost. Miles from civilization. Washed ashore on some uncharted island. A castaway. Just like that Tom Hanks movie. I should count myself lucky. He didn't have anything but a volleyball to talk to. Hey, Spanky, look at the shells I found. Ooh, pretty. (laughs) Come to think of it, there's really not much difference. Hey, are you going to eat the rest of your coconut? Ow! I see you managed to hold on to that fish bat. Hey, I plan on getting a lot of use out of it, too. You're still blaming me for this mess? It wasn't like I invited that giant wave to stop by for a visit. If you hadn't been trying to kill me, we could have gotten out of the way. We wouldn't have had to get out of the way if you hadn't stuck our only compass on a refrigerator magnet. We'd have been out of harm's way long before that wave ever came. You're a real nitpicker, you know that. <laughs> now pick your nit, you Dixie dimwit. Now we're stranded who knows where on some island. At sea, at least, there was a chance a, a ship might find us. But now we're really doomed. So, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go look for a nice shady spot to die. Doomed? I don't think so. Didn't you ever watch Gilligan's Island? Oh, for the love of... Leave it to me. I've seen those shows a million times. I'll build a hut. I'll make a radio out of some shells and seawater. I'll even make us a car out of bamboo. I'll make it a convertible so you don't have to worry about getting your head inside. And just wait till you try my banana cream pie. I'm no Mary Ann, but I do pretty good. Ow! Now what? You know, that was a TV show, right? Huh? Why couldn't I get stranded with Tater? At least I'd have a couple of pillows at night. So sue me. I know we're in trouble. I'm just trying to be optimistic. It's better than talking about crawling off to die. Well, I'll just wander off to the other side of the island where... I won't bother you anymore. (laughs) Come back. Do you mean it? No, but you got a point. We're alive, that's what counts. That's the spirit. You know, we ought to make the best of this. People out there pay top dollar for these kinds of getaways. Look at this place for a second. Well, I hate to admit it, but uh, you're right there, Bigfoot. This is about as beautiful a place as you'll ever see. And listen, peace and quiet. And since we really don't have a choice, let's just enjoy it while we concentrate on finding a way out of here. Well, I see you've already been busy. Yeah, while you were out looking for purdy shells, I managed to make a fire and boil some water in this giant clamshell, so we'll have something to drink. The fire will keep us warm when the sun sets. How'd you build a fire? Ooh, old Boy Scout trick. <laughs> Took a long time, but it was worth it. What a show-off. You should have just barred my lighter. You know, I'm kind of getting used to it. Ow! Must be a delayed reaction. No, I stubbed my toe on this rock. Hey, that's no rock. It's a crab. 
There's hundreds of them. Hot dog! Things are looking up. <laughs> Start catching them and throwing them in the water. John boy, I've been in the restaurant business for 25 years, and I've never seen a crab like that. Hey, crab is crab. Remember your place on the food chain. We're gonna eat like kings. Yeah, King Neptune. <laughs> hey, the beach is moving. Earthquake, earthquake. Oh, it's not an earthquake. There's something under the sand. Holy crap! So much for the peace and quiet. That crab is big as a house. I think our spot in the food chain just got knocked down a few pegs. I don't think Mama Crab likes us eating her kids. We better make a run for the jungle. I can't. Why not? Mama Crab won't let me. <laughs> hey, put me down. Oh, you're an idiot. Not you, her. Spanky, save me. What are you waiting for? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Zoinks! A colossal cantankerous crustacean has our cohorts by the cojones. What to do, what to do? <laughs> to find out, tune in next time to part three of the Big Show Morning Movie, starring John Boy as John Boy, Spanky as Spanky, and Robert D. Rayford as Lawrence the Dyspeptic Giant Crab in part three of... Morons of the Mid-Atlantic! All right, episode three in about an hour. Keep you on the edge of your seats. Unless you're driving, sit back. Be comfortable. Now let's play the current <laughs> events quiz. Billy, what are we dealing with? Hog-related morning mayhem in Minneapolis. And no, that's not a morning radio show. All right. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You toll free line across America. You take C, you will win. We play next. Tuesday morning, June 20th. Big shows on the radio. And our video of the day, see the pizza delivery champion. You know it's good when teenage girls make you wait on the porch so they can take your picture. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen to evolve. I had a nickel for every time. What would you have? <laughs> the, the dime. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's still more than me, so. <laughs> don't, don't spoil it for me, all right? <laughs> When you make your visit to thebigshow.com, check it out. My wonderful thing of the week, too, is right there for you to register for. Yeah. No pictures, please. <laughs> and now, Pep Squad. Ready? Okay. Comb your hair and take a whiz. It's time for the current events quiz. Tennessee. Yay! Let's say hey to Greg out of Maplesville, Alabama. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, John Boy. <laughs> Hello, buddy. Welcome. All right, Greg. Hard part's over. Relax. Listen to Bill and win. Well, a hog wild moment on Interstate 694 in Minneapolis last week. A truck carrying a load of hogs flipped over and the hogs escaped. Emergency crews managed to flip the overturned hauler back and state troopers helped corral the loose hogs. The driver of the truck wasn't injured. The Minnesota DOT had predicted the road would reopen by 1 p.m., but it didn't happen until much later. Part of the problem was, A, there was more debris in the roadway than first thought. B, crews couldn't get to the accident because of the traffic backup. 
Or C, the leader of the hogs kept yelling, this is our road now, bitches. <laughs> what you got, Greg? I think I'll take C. Yeah, man. Good job when you weren't porky in there. There was some tense moments there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Greg, good work. A case of peanut patch boiled peanuts. We'll get it down Maplesville to you. Thank you, John, boy. All right, buddy. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. What a treat. Uh, morning mini movie and some ad talks with our boy Spanky. Another ad talk coming up. Tuesday morning, big shows on the radio. Thanks for the inspiration. Dale's Den in Valley, Alabama for the ad talk. Check in on Spanky again. This is Yellow Rose ad talk. Spanky here. I guess by now most everyone knows that Coach's Sports Bar is no more. Mm. And I, for one, couldn't be happier. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I love sports. But to be honest... You sports fans are a pain in the ass. (laughs) 300 TVs all on different channels with every game imaginable, and some sorry sack of crap comes to me pissing and moaning about, where's the Canadian football? (laughs) Canadian football? Son of a... (laughs) If any of those damn Canucks could play football, they'd be playing in the USA. (laughs) And that's the tip of the iceberg. Put on the hockey game. Put on ultimate fighting. Where's my celebrity curling? You nerve-wracking so-and-sos. So in order to save my sanity and, a, and attract a patron who's moved a little farther up the evolutionary scale, I've decided to bring a little culture to the community. Oh, Me and that big Polak from the big show have decided to put our heads together, insert your own joke here, and kick things up a notch. So without further ado, I'm proud to announce the new Pineville Dinner Theater. We call it that because it's a dinner theater and it's in Pineville. There's a lot of things we could have called it, but I'll leave all the goofy names up to Billy. I'm sure he'll stick us with a some sort of a top ten list. Trust me, you won't recognize the joint when we're done remodeling. First things to go, the drunks are sleeping one off in the crap. The food's going to be top drawer. And we've got an award-winning director, Mr. Craig Spradley, calling the shots on stage. Sorry you missed the auditions, John Boy, but if we ever do a show where we need the back end of a horse, you are at the top of the list. Speaking of John Boy, here's a little reminder. This is going to be a first-class joint. So don't come waddling in here with pants that match the carpet. You're going to have to put on some drawers that have a real zipper. And if that's not going to be hard enough, you're actually going to have to sit down and shut up for 30 or 40 minutes at a time. The 
people that come here will be here to have a great meal and see professional actors plying their craft. Not to listen to you hold court about how you built your empire or how yummy that grilling sauce is or, God forbid, how you starred in pillow talk in high school. There. That ought to stop him at the door. So now all you sports fans can do what I've been suggesting for years. Go home and watch the game, you bunch of fatheads. I've had a lot of smart Alex giving me noise about turning their favorite joint into a gay bar. Well, that is exactly the sort of narrow-minded horse crap you get from Panther fans. Just because we're going to have a bunch of neatly groomed guys wearing makeup and flitting around the stage, you all start yelling pickle roper. Well, you know what? Compared to the slobs I've been catering to, that's not a bad trade-up. At least they're neat, smell nice, and they don't cry and walk out on their tabs when their teams lose. And I'm not talking about Panther fans. The Steeler fans are the Fruit Loops. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How do you like me now? Dinner damn theater. <laughs> Tuesday morning, Big Show's on the radio. It's time once again for our mysterious visitor from the East, the all-seeing, all-knowing, and former mouthpiece wrangler for Steph Curry, Tarmac <laughs> the Magnificent. It's a big job, I'll tell you. I'm a guy holding my hands the envelopes. As a child of four can plainly see, these envelopes are hermetically sealed. They've been kept in a mayonnaise jar in Axel Rose's headband drawer since noon yesterday. Ew. Though no one knows the contents of these envelopes. But you, in your mystical and semi-divine way, will ascertain the answers to these questions, having never before seen the questions. Are you ready? If I wasn't, would I be dressed like this? <laughs> you determined? Let's All do right. it. Envelope number one. Neddy pot. Neddy pot. What does Nettie put in her purse for the Snoop Dogg concert? <laughs> oh, Nettie. Oh, my God. Envelope number two. Stylin' in Sturgis. Stylin' in Sturgis. What's a good first job for a hairdresser? <laughs> the stakes are pretty low, yeah. yeah. Let's go to envelope number three. Tackling the opioid crisis. Tackling the opioid crisis. Why did Ron Howard buy a big tube of Preparation H? <laughs> Ow! No. He was confused. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing, but not for the right reason. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. He played Opie. Opie. It's a pun. Get it? Oh, ah. I if like anybody it. even better. Get it. <laughs> I know. All right. I'm a number four. And now, more deep thoughts. <laughs> Gerber strained bananas and Windex. Gerber strained bananas and Windex. What do you feed a test tube baby? <laughs> Wait a minute. 
<laughs> Windex is for the tube. Exactly. Yeah. I'm back Johnny on track one. with you. We've made some very good progress here today. <laughs> and we're in envelope number five. Roku, Hulu, Fubo. Roku, Hulu, Fubo. <laughs> what does Super Mario say when he hits his thumb with a hammer? <laughs> It's the I can't do the accent, but you. <laughs> Envelope number six. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. What do you hear when the Olsen twins step on a talking scale at the same time? <laughs> They're very thin. Yes, it's Kitty. We're in envelope number seven. The crapper. The crapper. What do people in Japan use to remote control their bedroom lights? <laughs> that is so wrong. It is. <laughs> but I wait for it. <laughs> We're glad you did. We're humble hope number eight. We are? Oh, yes, we are. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, gee. Well, don't quit now. Don't give up. <laughs> we got to on a roll. <laughs> LGBTQ. L-G-B-T-Q. How does Mike Tyson order a sandwich at Subway? <laughs> L-G-B-T-Q. My wife, Mike Tyson. <laughs> that didn't help. Uh, uh, tarmac, who I hold in my hands, the final envelope. <laughs> And may I just say, not a moment too soon. <laughs> uh, Space Jam. Space Jam. What do you call Rosie O'Donnell, Lizzo, and John Boy in the backseat of an Uber? <laughs> there he is. He is Darmac the Magnificent. See ya. <laughs> See, it's because you're fat. <laughs> ah! This is Sour Beat Jones, the world's most political wrestler. And if you don't want a Class A noggin dumping, you'll keep that dial tuned to the big show with Purdy Mouth and Half Pint. Tell him about it, Sweaty. If you change the channel, I'm going to come to your house and wash my thong in your sink. You heard her right here on the big show. <laughs> It's a big show on the radio for you Tuesday, June 20th. A brand new wonderful thing giveaway of the week at thebigshow.com is a parody of the Hollywood Square set featuring the Big Show Gang circa 1995. Yeah, we were young. Mm. What, was, what, 28 years ago? Sounds about right. Mm. Man. I want to hold it. <laughs> so you're not giving it away? Yeah, I just had a little little flash of thinking back. Look, we've been together a long time, y'all. 
I'll yeah. find a hood. Come on. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm giving it away. Y'all register for it at thebigshow.com. Good morning. This is Big Show on the radio, and it's Wordy Word coming up in minutes. Somebody will win a Bull's Knot prize pack. That's $120 worth of Bull's Knot cleaning products made in the USA. Truck drivers keep America moving. Bull's Knot, make sure they look good doing it. Live for Bull's Knot at truck stops across America or brownox.com. Go to thebigshow.com. Click on Bull's Knot banner. Get more info. All right. Hang on. Play for it in minutes. But first, let's get back to episode three. Greetings, film fans, and welcome to the Big Show Morning Movie Miniseries Special. When we last left our heroes, their seafood dinner had just been interrupted by the main course's mother, a gigantic mutant crab. Join us now for the continuing heart-stopping adventure of Captain John Boy and First Mate Spanky in part three of... Morons of the (laughs) Mid-Atlantic. She's about to cut me in half. Are you going to help me or not? What does it look like I'm doing? It looks like you're climbing a tree. I'm going to swing over there on one of these vines and land on her back. Here goes. Made it. (laughs) Now what are you going to do? I'm going to give her a taste of this. The fish bat? Her shell can't possibly be any harder than your skull. I know how you feel, honey. He's been doing that to me for two days. I'm going to crack her open like a New England dinner. Then we're really going to eat, big boy. Oh, if we only had some melted butter. Let her have it, Spanky. But be careful. She's pretty quick with those claws. I'm not too worried about it. Son of a... I told you. (laughs) Great. Now what are we going to do? Well, if she pinches me any tighter with that giant claw, I'll be able to bend over backward and kiss my own butt goodbye. (laughs) What in the world? Maybe those wax have finally gotten to her. Whatever it is, she's dropping us. a big sack of sausage. Well, did you have to land right under me? She's going down! Run! (laughs) Phew! That was close. Spanky! Spanky! Where are you? I'm down here. Oh no, this is terrible! In a final fit of rage, the giant crab ate poor Spanky, and now he's down there! Well, that's what you get for being so mean to me. Hey, stupid. Stupid? I thought the afterlife was supposed to make you mellow. That's why you went to Hades. Some folks call it purgatory. I call it Hades. Well, you shut up. I'm not dead. I'm underneath the crab. Get me out of here. Please. (laughs) Please. What's wrong with you? I told you she's going down. Why didn't you get out of the way? I was trying to get out of the way, but you knocked me down and trampled me screaming like a little girl. <laughs> Yikes! What are you ducking for? I was expecting to get bean with that fish bag. <laughs> nah, I lost it under the crab somewhere. But I did find this. Ow! Where'd you find an arrow? Stuck in the crab shell. She's covered with him. That's what brought her down. Well? Well what? 
Well, I'm just waiting for you to figure out a way to take credit for this. Uh, they're probably just artifacts from some ancient civilization that were buried in the sand and when she started staring up the beach with all them legs. Whoa, 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 hold it. You don't think somebody might have actually shot those arrows? Spanky, when you've been sailing the seas for as long as I have, you'd realize that these islands have been uninhabited for thousands and thousands of years. You see, I suppose that's just some ancient CD on a primitive boombox. Ow! I hate to say it, but I'm starting to miss that fish bass. What are you talking about? Ow! Quit poking me with that arrow! I'm not poking you. Then who is? Uh... They are. <laughs> Holy Moesha in a grass skirt. It looks like it's out of the crab pot and onto the shish kebab. What to do, what to do. To find out, tune in next time for part four of the Big Show Morning Movie Miniseries Special, starring John Boy as John Boy, Spanky as Spanky, and RuPaul as Twinkle, the Chief's gay nephew, in Morons of the Mid-Atlantic. All right, episode four in a little over 30 minutes from right now. But first, how about a couple of rounds of wordy word? Come on, y'all. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll free line across America. We'll team up and play next. It's a big show on the radio for you Tuesday, June the 20th. Our video of the day, Pizza Delivery Champion. Check it out at thebigshow.com. See if you agree. Don't forget to click that on-air contest button. You're on a plane. You can't get through. We'll call you. Especially fun on this game right here. Let's do it. I went everybody's heard about the bird. Let's play the wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet your contestants. We got Amanda from Gleason, Tennessee. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. And we got Rick from Fletcher, North Carolina. Good morning, Rick. Howdy, John boy. Hey, buddy. Welcome. All right. Rick, that's Amanda from Gleason, Tennessee. Amanda is Rick from Fletcher, North Carolina. Howdy. I like when y'all meet before we come out swinging here. Now she uh, digs you. You dig her back, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, Rick, you're on Team Tater and Randy. Amanda, you're All on right. Team John Boyd Billy's. All right. Rick, you relax. All right, baby doll. Look, me and, me and Amanda going to put some words up there, baby. <laughs> hey, you're just a guy to do it. All right, Amanda, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Ready? Go. This is sport. You kick the ball with your foot. Soccer. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you burn something down, you can be convicted of what? Arson. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, Frankenstein was a... Monster. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is what you call wood. Go buy some wood at the blank yard. Lumberyard. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, give me a bologna and cheese. What? Sandwich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah, ah, ah. It's in my mouth. What is it? 
song. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> All right. Man, you sure know your way around a check, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good work, yeah, baby doll. We put a, what did we put on the board? Was I supposed to be keeping score? Yes. We do this every I, I can't do it. By now, y'all just realize I'm not going to remember to keep score. What is that in your hand? He said, I it's will Amanda keep score. and Rick's oh, name. Oh, it's the scorecard. He said, I will keep score. <laughs> All right, pillars, how many did let pillars count them up? I was almost there and I got to start over. I, I will score. Was it that many? One. Oh, my gosh. Two. <laughs> I believe it was five. Four. Six. It was six. I'm going to take right. six. Wow, okay. All right, good. All right. Good work, Amanda. That's my baby doll. Now, here we go. Now, are you keeping score or am I keeping yeah, score? Yeah, I'm keeping score now. See, I can concentrate on it. Aye, aye, aye. All right. Rick, you're up with Tater. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. I'm keeping score. Ready? Oh, boy. <laughs> ready. All right. Ready, go. All right. Uh, fake hair. A woman will wear this. What is it called? Wig. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, when you're in, a, uh, you're in a cave or something and you, you holler, 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 and it comes back at you. What's that called? Echo. Yeah. Uh, you cook in this room. What is it? Cooking. Yep. Uh, this comes out of a volcano, this hot molten. Ice. No, it's hot. And it's Coming uh, lava. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this uh, this dancer is on her toes. What is she? Ballerina. Uh-huh. Well, then. All right, I got it right here. Y'all Seven. had a five. <laughs> five on the board. All right. So, Amanda leading by one going into round two. Amanda, you and Billy, are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. A pink bird that stands on one leg. Flamingo. Bam. There you go. Uh, Eskimos live in this kind of house made out of ice. Igloo. Yeah. Uh, you might get one of these on the back of your heel if you walk a long way. Blister. Yep. Bam. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Corn is a type of this. Wheat is a type of this. Crop. Uh, plant. You, you might. Yeah, but but a specific Pass. kind of plant. No, uh, no. Put them in bins. You. you it's like, like in a big. Uh, Oh, no, go on. That was a toughie. Okay, a three on the six, a total of nine for Amanda. So what we got is Rick and Randy. If you get four, you will force overtime, and five will win. All right? Rick, are are you ready? Okay, Rick's ready, and go. So if you have just one. Yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, this is corrosive, and it's liquid. It'll eat through uh, your hands or your face or your battery. Ca- a battery is filled Acid. with it. Oh, thank you. Acid. All right, so this is a big, uh, they call them the sea cows. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, this is the 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 uh, cheaper movie where they oh. reduce the rate. <laughs> that night. That's right. Yeah, thank sorry. you. All right, uh, another way f- uh, to describe a hot dog. Oh, there's the buzz. Oh, if you'd have got wiener. In time, it would have tied <laughs> a little late. Amanda wins. That's Amanda. Oh, no. Hey, what? All right. Well, Rick, thanks for playing, buddy. You can try again anytime. All right, man? All right. Uh, I think I was hung up on him accidentally. So Let me write this down. <laughs> if I had gotten wiener Amanda, time. you get the big old yep. prize pack. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited. Good word. Well, you hang on. We'll hook you up, baby doll. That's three baby dolls. Thank you.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Classic bit request time. We got a Gerald George from Tyler, Texas. Gerald says there was a song you guys used to play all the time. I think it was called Everyone Knows It's Marcy. Everyone Knows It's Marcy. Everyone Knows It's, it's Marcy. Marcy. Oh, yeah. Boom, boom. Well, that makes perfect sense, Gerald. We did, and we'll find it and get it for you next. Well, not everybody remembers it, Shows on the radio, classic beer request from Gerald George down Tyler, Texas. Everyone knows it's Marcy. Yeah, let's do it. Good morning, it's a 
Big Show on the radio. You're just catching us, getting ready to get out of here. We've got the final episode of Morons of the Mid-Atlantic. Three hilarious episodes are played during the entire Big Show, and you can hear it. The John Boy Miller's Late Risers podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Make it easy. Subscribe to us with the free iHeartRadio app. All right, here we go. Finish her up. Rise and shine, movie buffs. It's time for the John Boy and Billy Big Show morning movie miniseries special. When we last left our intrepid adventurers, they had barely survived the colossal case of the killer crabs, only to be captured by a mysterious tribe of ancient island dwellers. Will the madness never end? Join us now for the adventures of Captain John Boy and First Mate Spanky in the fourth and final chapter of... Morons of the Mid-Atlantic! recognize the tune, but I can't understand the lyrics. Don't you think that sounds familiar? Will you shut up for two seconds? I can't think. Jeez, what a growl. Scoot over. This cage ain't big enough for the two of us. Wouldn't seem so snug if your big head wasn't taking up all the room. I can hardly breathe. Yeah, I got a feeling we won't have to worry about that much longer. Say what? Check out that big pot of boiling water. Unless I miss my guess. I think these birds got them a taste for some redneck stew. Oh, brother, have you seen too many movies or what? What is that supposed to mean? You are something else. Boy, you see a bunch of half-naked natives dancing around the fire, a big pot of water on the bowl, human skeletons everywhere. Right away, you're all gloom and doom. Oh, boo-hoo, the natives are going to eat us. Oh, for the love of I just hope they don't make us do that coconut deal where we have to put them up our butt. Will you stop saying that? Didn't you ever hear that playhouse? If we can't do it, they cut our heads off. Well, it looks like we're about to find out one way or the other. Here comes the chief. Now let me do the talking. Save your breath. These guys don't speak English. Listen. Mungala! Told you. Gunga. Gunga, gunga. I wonder what he said. I said, enough with the drums already. You guys in the band, take a smoke break. You're batting a thousand, genius. Everybody else, prepare the intruders for that coconut deal where they have to put them up their butts. Hold on there, Chiefy. Let's talk about this. I'm just kidding. One of the boys overheard you talking. Psych! Hey, they fell for... Oh, man, what a relief. You're a real joker there, Chief. <laughs> yeah, good one. Uh, now, how about cutting us loose and helping us figure out a way out of here? Oh, no, 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 sorry. No can do. You boys are staying for dinner. Sweet. What are we having? Looks like white meat to me. What? You still going to eat us? I thought we were bonding, having a laugh. What? Cannibals can't have a sense of humor? We didn't say that. We just thought... Okay, two cannibals sitting around the fire. One cannibal says, I really hate my sister. The other one says, just eat the noodles. (laughs) My son got sent home from school for buttering up the teacher. (laughs) Buttering up... Forget it. You know what we're having for dessert? Chocolate-covered ants. And uncles. And uncles. I'll be here all week. Don't forget to eat your waiter. <laughs> He's good. You gotta give him that. Will you shut up? It's too bad you guys aren't gonna be around for the midnight show. All right. Get him in the pot. Start with the talky one. At last, a little justice. Hey, turn me loose. I'm too young to die. Ow! That water's hot. Ow! 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 
Oh, was it something I said? Did you say ooh-wah, ooh-wah, ooh-wah? Yeah, I, I say it all the time. But th th that, that water was hot. Are you the one they call John Boy? All my life, wanna fight about it? Well, what do you say there, you big old hairy, butt-picking, no-sailing pervert? We listen to you all the time on the radio. You guys have radio? Of course! There's one on every boat left here by our uh, dinner guests. And judging by the size of your skull, you must be Billy. <laughs> we love you guys. But what happened to your voice? Ah, uh, it's uh, allergies. What are you allergic to? Big pots of boiling water. Oh, no, 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 no. You are in no danger. You mean you're not going to eat us? We can always find other tourists. But how can we ever replace the big show? Apart from the screams of our victims begging for mercy, you are our only entertainment. Ooh, talk about a rough room. You are free to go on one condition. Name it, Chiefy. We could sure use a case or two of that grilling sauce. Make some of our company a little easier to swallow. <laughs> Get it? Easier to swallow? Are <laughs> you funny? Uh, you got it, Chief. Uh, but first, we gotta get home. Well, take any of these boats you want. How about a nice yacht? Take the 80 footer over there. Well, it's not my Donzi, but I guess it's okay. Uh, do you have anything a little bigger? Will you shut up and get on the boat? Thanks a lot, Chief. Love ya. Mean it. Say hello to Jackie and the Tater. Man, that was close. It's like I told you. It's good to be John Boy. Hey, look. A built-in ship's compass. Oh, and look what else. Ow! A fish bat. Do you have anything bigger, you idiot? I hope you've learned a lesson in all this. I sure have. It's better to have a knot on my head than a coconut in my butt. Oh, for the love. Just drive the boat. Ahoy! And as our intrepid crew sails for home, we wave goodbye to the fourth and final chapter of this John Boy and Billy Big Show Morning Movie Miniseries Super Special Event. Until next time, this is your morning movie host, Bert Fern, saying so long, Cinemaniacs. Hi, man, let's get it, buddy. Big Box is here. All your favorites from four decades of the Big Show, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Shop the BitBox online at thebigshow.com. Big Show Warehouse, chock full of JB&B goodies. You can order some right now, 800-471-STUFF. What's up with John Boy and Billy Grill and Sauce and Carl the Cook? Find out at bbqcountry.com. Online services by animink.com. Well, y'all have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll be a do hump day on tomorrow. Love you, mean it. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.